Hi everyone, it's me, Trina. Welcome to another episode of Snacks of Life. And today's snacks is about grief and regret. Wah, wah, wah. I know, sounds a little depressing, doesn't it? But if you found this podcast because you were looking for someone speaking about it, let's talk. Since mom passed away, it's been over a month, and as my birthday approaches, I feel more grief, and I also feel a lot of regret. Now, here's the thing. Grief and regret go hand in hand. When you lose somebody, it's not all sparkly and roses when you look back at life. Grief actually puts this huge magnifying glass on the past. And so in hindsight, I started finding things that I thought I could have done better, should have done better, would have done better. I had regrets of not loving her enough, not being with her enough. Now, legal disclaimer, I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist of any kind, or certified to give you any medical advice whatsoever. I'm giving you my personal experience. With that set aside now, I found a solution to process regret for myself. And I found it while researching things online because I'm that type of person. I need to read, read, read look up other things, read other perspectives, figure out the psychological aspects of grief, how it physically affects the body, and how to get through it. Now, bereavement, loss, comes in many forms. Mine came because of the death of my mother. But when you get a divorce, when you lose a friend, When something extremely life-changing happens that is a loss, you grieve. And in grief, regrets occur. And in order to process those regrets, the best solution that I found for myself was to constantly ask myself, when processing these thoughts, to ask myself, is that true? Example, I regret not loving my mom enough. I truly thought that to myself. Man, I regret not loving her enough. Man, I regret not being with her enough. Once I got through that emotional state of regret, I stepped back and I asked the question. I posed the question to myself. Statement number one, I regret not loving her enough. Query, is that true? Answer, nope. I loved her unconditionally and I know that for a fact. I feel that in my heart and soul. So that is not true. Statement number two, I regret not being with her enough. Query, is that true? Answer? Oh, definitely not because my husband told me after mom passed away when I actually asked the question for the very first time that I smothered her to the point that when I told her I wanted to hang out with her, she would look at him behind my back and beg him to take her place. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but the reason being 
She felt we were spending too much time together. So, answer is, that is definitely not true. Now, you see what I did there? I went through my regrets and reflected upon those statements. And I answered the questions for myself, truthfully. And because I knew the answer already, I felt a calm come over me. My regrets faded. And I was once again, okay. That isn't to say that regrets won't circle back because I've asked that question to myself several times over the past 40 odd days. But the point is, if I can create that difference in my emotion to kind of whittle away at the sharp edges of the pain it causes me, then I'm growing through grief. I am becoming better through processing it. And as I whittle away at those sharp edges, pretty soon I'm going to have a smooth surface, something touchable, easy to handle. And that's the whole point of getting through grief and regret. And that is why I believe that those who go through loss are survivors. They aren't victims of any extreme situations. However, grief physically affects the body. You get stomach aches, headaches, starvation may set in, and then you are physically ill. You may overeat, and then you're physically ill. There are so many things that loss causes through grief and sometimes through regret especially if all of that mixes together and you don't face it and it becomes complicated grief and I'm not going to get into it this snack because let's be honest a snack needs to be under 15 minutes am I right and that's a whole segment on its own maybe several point being Grief and regret will always go hand in hand. When you lose something or a relationship or someone, it affects you on the highest level of life. You don't only grieve the loss of the person or the relationship or that pet or what have you. But you lose a piece of yourself in the process. And honestly, you end up grieving two things at the same time, unknowingly in the beginning. But as you go through life, as as life starts moving forward from ground zero, from moment zero, like I realize, you may too realize if you're grieving that, oh my goodness, I'm losing myself. I've lost a piece of myself. I've faded. The strange thing about grief and regret and going through this process is realizing that I lost myself. I am not the same person I was the morning I woke up before my mother died because that evening I went to bed without my mother and 
I did lose a piece of me. I stopped enjoying life. I stopped doing the things I love. I don't find enjoyment in some of the things I used to, mind you. Truly. I'm not even doing the same routine I did before mom passed away. It's slightly different. Now, yes, my personality is still intact. I feel that I am me, but without a piece of me. And this is the next step of this journey that I have to take to surviving this loss. Now, if you're out there right now and you are confused about this whole situation you may be going through with loss, grieving, and all the regrets that you're feeling right now, you are definitely not alone. And I need you to be acutely aware of the fact that grief is like a snowflake. Okay? Your grief is your own. It is unique to you. It is no one else's. And yes, that feels lonely. And trust me, I feel alone sometimes in my sadness, despite our grief being on the same spectrum. We share a spectrum, but we're all on different little segments of it. And you just got to understand that. You are not alone. However... However you're processing this, okay? Whatever feelings you're going through is unique to yourself. And that's just how it is. And you're just going to have to take the steps on your own. Yes, there's guidance out there. There's generalizations that you can use for yourself to put your feet on the ground, okay? Don't get me wrong. Use the resources that are out there, the books, that are out there, they truly help. Trust me. A dear friend gave us some books about grief and It's Okay Not to Be Okay is my favorite grief book ever. I know that sounds weird, but it is a great, great read if you're going through something right now. It clicked with me so well that I bought copies of it and sent it to my family members as guidance. It's that good. I went off on a tangent. Let me go back. Point being, listen to these podcasts like mine. Go online. Look at all the references, all the other blogs out there, any YouTube videos with people discussing grief. Use the tools that are out there, but just keep in mind that there is no structure to this, no true structure. There may be some form of understanding, yes, structure, No, there's no schedule. There's no 30 days of medication to make this go away. Grief is going to become the annoying roommate you never wanted in the apartment of your soul. And you're just going to have to learn to adjust to grief living with you for the rest of your life. So buckle in because there is no escaping it. There's only learning to live with it. But let's go on this journey together, okay? Let's do this together. I'm here for you. Well, thank you for listening to my my other rambling episode on Snacks of Life. I'm Trina. 
Thank you so much for listening to my bullshit. And we will talk again soon, trust me. But until then, know that you're never alone. And take care of yourself, okay? Bye now.